0: fits here on AM 1170, FM 106.3, KFOW, the fan. Oh, a ton of- I thought
1: they were going to replace this thing. Not yet. Not
2: quite yet. Not yet. Nope. They're getting close. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We're moving the needle somewhere. One direction. One, yeah. one direction. The other. Up
0: or down. As long as the needle's moving. <laughs> That's right. We, we know it's not broken. <laughs> That's right. So we got that going for us. Uh, I'm John Partridge. We got John Road yeah. here with us. Uh, a guest in with us
2: today. Again, mm-hmm. we'll get to that guest momentarily. But my appearance is brought to you by Wayne Knorr Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. Uh, visit Brandon, Jake, Christina, and um, happy Valentine's Day, Shannon. Oh, my God. Yeah, she is my Valentine. She works there, too, huh? Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> Ron's Repair. Suck up. John, Ron's they Repair. Take care. They Sorry, care. I was too busy making uh, fun of you. That's fine. Autorepairowatana.com. They have the appointment request right there in the upper right corner as well. And the car time of Owatana. Spent some time chatting with them yesterday. Calling uh, Maher out right now. Let's do it. You do it.
0: Maher, get on. Don't give me the, <laughs> oh, I'll come on. You yeah, just Give gotta, me a date. Oh. Just get on here yeah. now.
2: Uh, they wanted enough. to have me stress that, you know, not only, and this is my words, not theirs, but they just said, hey, we got to, sometimes people forget, um, we have a great car service repair center. They have oil change, the engines overhauls. They do it all. Hey. Car time of Owatonna. And let's also not forget John Q's golf column. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah, Quinn Levin, golf guy. Um, two things before we get to our guest, which is Aaron Guzman, by the way. Yeah. Great guest. We only have an hour to talk with him because he's got a story. And right before we got on the air, everything is a story. That's but, what we're yeah. here for. Um, Owen Beyer is going to play some hockey. Did you know that?
0: I saw that. going to go play some junior hockey. Jamesville. In
2: Jamesville. Wisconsin, yeah, okay, yeah. very, very cool. Um, Jacob Ginsky has a home. He's going to go play Gus Davis football, so um, he wasn't quite ready to make his decision on national signing Day. He made it a couple days after, which makes me think, ah, he just that's the right decision to make. Yeah. He didn't want to rush it, It wasn't about make sure, you to get yeah, done
0: make sure you're doing it right,
2: yeah, and his recruiting is is quite honestly very unique in the fact that didn't have a good junior year, just didn't, and the injuries were part of that. In fact, injuries were probably the biggest part of that, and then completely just explodes as a as a senior. And he's an under the radar guy. He's going to be a good college football player. I can promise you that. Um, but yes, Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank I you. don't know how it look, took us so long to have you on this platform. This is great. He's been stealing your photos for a long time. No, you don't our... steal if you, if you ask. Oh yeah, yeah he no, did ask. Yeah. I, I have some professional integrity. Some mm, okay, some. But Aaron, honestly, you're a a photographer of extraordinaire, but that is really only part of your story. I think that's a lot of people know you because of Aaron Guzman photography, but, uh, you had a long life of some crazy, you know, everyone's got a crazy life. What, what Look, brought you here? Let's start
0: from yeah, the start. Yeah, let's start from where, the beginning. Where, 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 where are you, where from? you from? Where are you from? What'd you All do? All that kind of stuff. Where'd, yeah, you, where'd uh, you go uh, to st- high school? What'd yeah, you play? So, uh,
3: Went to three high schools. Yeah, okay. To, I went to three high schools before I graduated because we moved around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I ended up uh, graduating from Wausau, Wisconsin. Oh, oh I'm nice. I'm sorry. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> right uh, in was- the middle of the state. <laughs>
3: right in the middle of the state. Uh started playing sports my junior year. Uh, and I was a lot like Jacob, right? Just Yeah. Uh, I was just there my junior year and then senior year, just had a pretty good year, but I wasn't recruited at all mm-hmm. uh, yeah, in football. Um, okay, hold
0: on. Game time.
3: Yep. Uh, oh, positions. Yep.
0: Okay, for football. Um, right. So I'm guessing. Now, are we going to go college or high school? High school. High school. So two positions in high school is what I'm going with. Uh, you were both sides of the ball. You, you got to keep a, a poker face mm-hmm. now. <laughs> um, I'm going linebacker outside. Okay. Outside okay. linebacker. And
2: you got a little bit of height to you. I'm going tight end. Yeah, I mean, that's a good first guy. I'd say I was going to guess middle linebacker. Um, I mean. He looks like he's got speed.
3: What What is it? What's the positions? Uh, so in high school, uh, I was a corner to safety. <laughs> oh. Right? The speed yeah. was there. <laughs> they had the speed, the height, the length, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the, the raw balls in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, we had a middle yeah. linebacker that uh, went to University of Wisconsin, D- Division oh. One right off. So he, yeah. he was solid. The linebacker core was really, really good. Yep. Uh in, in high school. So I, I was just I was a roamer, right? I was yeah. I would hit mm-hmm. people Center and in and, 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 and catch the ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and interceptions. So that's uh, that's what I did in high school. Soft hands. Nice. Yeah, I wasn't both ways. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have a Ooh. big, big class.
2: wester,
0: Yeah, big yeah. class
3: that we didn't need to go both ways. Yeah, a little nice. bit, a little bit of special teams. You would but... have
2: been tight end. You would have been a stellar tight end. Yeah. It's like like the... Oatana. You don't want to have two way guys if you don't have no. to. You no, know? absolutely. Yeah. That's so cool. is that is that uh, the extent of your athletic
0: activities growing up, or did you play other sports? You kind of dabble in everything. Yeah, kind of.
3: You know, kind of. Played a little bit of basketball here, you know, uh, anything pickup I would consider yeah. playing, you know, but mm-hmm. football is really where I wanted to be, you know, it was my family's passion my dad's passion, my brother played, Uh and there's just something about hitting somebody. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. <laughs> you know, it's and, the and, 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 and there's no rules back then. Yeah, and right. There's no rules. There's no concussion protocol. No. You got, you got know, your belly wrong. No, oh, yeah.
0: Tape an aspirin to your head. You'll be tape fine. Tape aspirin. <laughs> yep.
3: a little bit of ammonia, like you're off, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, rules were different back there.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Which explains a lot about us. No. I didn't play football. I broke my pinky and I was done. Yeah. Uh, and dislocated. But no, uh, oh, football. Mm. <laughs> so uh, sports and football, did it take you beyond high school? And then where did you kind of matriculate from there?
3: Yeah, so uh, my buddy's like, let's go play football. Let's mm-hmm. go to junior college, right? Let's go <laughs> play. And so I wanted to go down the junior college route for law enforcement. So it was a, it was a good choice for me to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like, hey, let's go to Masabi way up in Virginia, Minnesota. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, let's go, right? And so like anything, right, uh, it's the next level. You got to start training for that stuff. So I took that really serious, uh, you know, uh, at the end of my uh, senior year that summer, right, really serious putting weight on speed. Uh, I knew I had a really good opportunity to start there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went up there, and literally the third game, I broke a rib Mm. hitting somebody.
4: Yeah, <laughs> broke ribs. <laughs> you, yep. you did it the right way. <laughs> yes.
3: And uh, I just learned that, that that place really wasn't for me. It was a little yeah. bit yep. too, up, too cold up north, pretty desolate, <laughs> right? So my roommate and I, who was from Miami, uh, decided to make the transfer down to Rochester, so RCTC. Okay. And during those years, uh, RCTC was kind of up on the rise. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, you're talking like 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. They were really up on the rise and obviously yeah. still still that way. Uh, so we tran- we transferred in there uh, basically in the winter of 1997. Okay. Uh, and then I did two years there. Um, played right away my, my first year. And then second year I started to get a uh, lot of recruiting, right? So mm-hmm. after my first okay. year and into my second year, I started to get recruiting at the next level. And the next level was D3, 2, and, and then 1. So I had about 30 schools that I was able to pick and choose from, uh, so I knew going into my sophomore year that I had to have a very successful season in order to get to the next level. Grades as well, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, so studied hard, you know. Got my degree, went to summer school, and then I got recruited to go to the next level. Then
0: where'd that take you? Yeah. yeah
3: so I ended up uh, selecting University of Cincinnati, the Bearcats. Nice hanging out with the Kelsey brothers. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. And, and, <laughs> re- <laughs> and, and for me,
3: the reason why is the. That team was building an all-American junior college team for the defense, right? So they were they were ranked the hundred twentieth like that year. They were horrible, uh, and so they needed they needed immediate help as they had a new recruiting class that was really young. So the, the opportunity to come in and, and play right away was really high,
2: for sure. That, I honestly, Aaron, I had no idea. Um, so then your college career, uh, Cincinnati, somehow made your way back. Uh, well, before we get into the photography stuff, I mean that stuff's super interesting. Just on it itself, but your law enforcement background, we had some really cool talks um, off the air about this, and I'd love to somehow make our way in, into educating cops. Yeah. That is ultimately what you do right now to, like you said, pay the bills. Um, just talk about your route directly after college and then how you kind of got into the law enforcement and then law enforcement education, that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, so I, uh, I went to school for law enforcement, got my degree in it, my two-year, my four-year degree in it started in the jail at Olmstead County where you okay. learn how to deal with people, right? Sure, Close yeah. quarters. Uh, you have no tools at all other than your mouth, right? You <laughs> got to learn how to deal with people in their bad situation. Uh, so I spent a year uh, in the detention center and then I applied to Steele County. And then at that time, the market was really saturated with cops wanting jobs. And it was one to 300 that would apply for a job. And I just I just got lucky with, yep. with Steele County, um, and I applied and I got in, and I spent 18 years there, and I retired in 2022 from the county.
5: Wow.
2: Wow.
3: So then that kind
2: of aligns up with Aaron Guzman photography. You're young, Aaron, and you retired. Good on you. Um, it seems like you're a guy who is driven, and uh, in fact, I know that's true. Um, photography, for people who don't know, self-taught everything. Aaron Guzman started with how do you turn the camera on type of thing to look at what he does now, folks. It is. It's not un- quite unbelievable. It is. And, and this is coming from a guy who sees it through that lens, years at the OPP, all that kind of stuff. It is next level stuff. And people in this community are extremely lucky to have a guy like you who is there and, and just willing to take pictures of everything. And and what you the service you do for this community cannot be understated. But let's talk about. Yeah, let's do it before the break. Yeah, we've got time, right? Or Do you want to tease it and do the next? Because this is a super cool story, John. Let's tease yeah. it and go to the next yeah. break. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. So, the mic Up Misfits. This is
0: the mic Up Misfits. AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW. The Fan Owatana.
3: Weather on the Fan
4: I'm meteorologist Brittany Merlot, warm and into the mid-40s for this Valentine's Day. But old man winter returns his love tonight, as rain rolls in after five, turning to a wintry mix tonight and flipping to all snow overnight, where we could be waking up to one to three inches on the ground. Looking for a great place to live, stay, shop, and play? It's easy to get to Worthington, Minnesota, and it's worth a look. Currently, it's 39.
5: Well, that was easy. Hello, this is John Hiram of Owatonna Granite and Monument. Often when customers come into our showroom, they've been looking at memorials online or reviewing brochures that they had received in the mail. After looking around our showroom and using our digital design program, they'll finalize their decision on their memorial purchase and tell us, that was easy. Come in to see us at Owatonna Granite and Monument and let our 30 years of experience and knowledge help you make your memorial decision personalized and easy.
0: Ameriprise Financial Advisors, can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood-Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507 444 That's 507 444 Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC,
5: member FINRA and SIPC. Car Time of Owatonna is your Trusted, hometown used car dealership. At Car Time, we believe in taking the hassle out of your car buying experience. With over 22 years of serving our local community, we know what it takes to find you the right vehicle at the right price. Our commitment to quality doesn't end with the sale. Our full-service facility ensures that your car remains in top-notch condition, keeping you on the road with peace of mind. At Car Time, we care about your time. Visit owatana.com or call 507-446-9218.
0: If you love sports, then you'll love the Owatonna Eagles. The Owatonna Eagles offers competitive games like darts and pool while you're watching your favorite teams on their multiple big TVs. Stop by for lunch and drink specials during the week and check out the lineup of upcoming entertainment. After the game, it's time to grab your friends and head to the Eagles for the post game party. It's all at your home for local sports, the Owatonna Eagles.
1: Hey, stop on out to Owatonna Motor Company, and we have got a great selection of used vehicles right now. How about this? A 2021 Chevy Malibu starting at $15,999. I got eight of those to choose from. Or a 2021 Jeep Compass Limited. I got nine of those to choose from. They're all certified starting at $18,999. So stop on in to Owatonna Motor Company, where it's one low price, plain and simple, always. Mike Dump Misfits making meat sauce sound like a Mensa member. This is the
0: Might of Misfits here on AM 1170 and FM 106.3. KFOW, the fan, Oatana. John Partridge, John Weisbrod
2: talking photography. Something... With... Oh, God, dang it. Oh! John, turn it up. Talking with someone way more interesting than us, to be oh, honest. Oh, yes. Um... Well... To yeah. be fair, what not take a, big, a lot, not, not a very high, high bar. <laughs> uh, however, bar low or not, Aaron Guzman. Let's start with um, we kind of went through your path, football wise, and now you've retired. Um, kind of semi-retired. You still work a lot, uh, <laughs> but this is your passion <laughs> now. Honestly, this 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 photography thing. And what made you want to get into that? And then where did you start? Uh, your knowledge base. Um, nobody ever starts at zero, but was it pretty close to zero? Instead? Yes it's pretty close to zero so <laughs> yeah.
3: the the training company that I work for uh as we started to get bigger we needed we needed media for mm-hmm. that for the company flyers social media and stuff like that because I was traveling with them uh it was a good opportunity for me to start shooting photos of what we were doing and then use that stuff as media uh so I just learned how to do that uh for the most part right yep um my passion with the photography was nighttime stuff. uh Stars, moons, sun, right? Yeah. Uh Environmental stuff. And so I really learned how to shoot at nighttime first, which is really difficult. And mm-hmm. You have to have really good gear in order to do that. And then the nighttime turned into like a light painting where you would take a series of compositions uh and then stitch those together in Photoshop. And it's very like high def. It's really cool. It, it's labor consuming, but it's, it's super cool. And then I'm like, I could put people in, in in these frames. (laughs) And so I started to learn about lighting and how to light people up at nighttime. And then for my break was during the COVID. When COVID came down and the photography and the video field started to dwindle down, there was a lot of education that was being pushed. Because if you were shooting for a living and you didn't have a client. You were forced to turn into education. Yeah. And the education came in terms of like online training. So there was a huge burst in the market with online training for photography. So there was a couple areas that I thought I could do fairly well with, especially the flash photography. So mm-hmm. I started to study that during the COVID years, and I did several online trainings. I was lucky enough to get in with a couple of guys that were doing workshops uh, and so I took my photography training like I did my sports training and went all in. And, a short, and I basically short-stroked my learning by having mentors that would show me what to do, how to do it, what gear, uh, and then through education.
0: Yeah. It, it, that's where that, that ADD that is <laughs> rampant in this room right now.
2: What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: that's where you can you can – it can hold you back, or you can use it to your advantage.
2: Hyper focus.
0: It turns that hyper focus, like I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna find a way. Here we go. Let's go. And you use that to hyper focus on the the photography side and education and learning, so you could be able to do well something that's a passion very well.
2: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. If you were gonna do it, Aaron, you were gonna do it right, and it is right. And what Aaron does is art. Uh, let's just be completely honest about that. It is. Uh, Aaron Guzman Photography It is unbelievable stuff, and uh, the, the stuff he does with the composition, everything from um, uh, you know what he can do, it, it it just Photoshop. Um, you know, during the photos, after the photos, everything like that. After Effects is amazing. Uh, but sports photography, in you know specifically, because that's not the only thing you do, but it is something you know. This is a sports station, right? And we—that's how I got to meet you, but. What were some of the challenges that you faced right away uh, in, in sports photography? Because it is very different. It's a very unique uh, medium in, in that regard.
3: I think the biggest thing in sports photography is, at least the way I shoot, is I like to be close to mm-hmm. those players, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's, there's a buffer zone, though, right? Like, you don't want to disturb them as they're getting ready or they're, they're playing. But you... Want to be there to capture those moments, right? Yep. Sure, I could sit back with a big lens and I have that ability to catch those emotions, but it's something different when you're embedded with that team, right? And you're there and you're kind of like one of the guys, and you're shooting with a wide frame and I'm up close and personal, I'm two feet off of you. Yeah. So you got to really earn the respect of those players, right? You got to be another guy with those guys and you have to understand what they're going through in that sports, right? And I have that understanding from. My sports background
0: yeah, yeah. That, that background really has to help out in that situation where
5: you're
0: you're trying to you blend can put in, your, yeah blend yeah. in with the team become one with the team uh if you will and just not it, be seen it kind of it, yeah it kind of adds to the, the the candid style of photography where you're just you're just getting reactions you're getting emotions and they're not noticing like oh there's a guy with a camera right there we gotta we gotta ham it up right now you know
3: yeah yeah. So that, I mean, that was a uh, where I wanted to focus. And I think my way of doing that was to be embedded with the team, to get behind the scenes where nobody s- sees what's going on other than the players and the coach. So I wanted to bring that out to the public, right? Like what's happening in the locker room? What is the coach saying? How are the players reacting to the coach? What's the emotion of that game, right? Emotion sells, right? So capture the emotion. Yep. That's part of the documentary process of photographing it's just not the big play it's everything leading up to the play and after and, and post the play
4: yeah
2: yep. and that's the thing the old school photography in the newspaper business i can attest to always get the ball in the frame but, but no not anymore i mean it is i always like to focus in on the kid he'll shoot it shoot it take it then keep it going and when it goes in boom that's that's where the moments are um is that is a style you've always wanted to do, or did you find yourself trying to get the ball in every time right away? Or because you come from from pardon the, you know a different lens, honestly. Yeah, so
3: I did some training. I did some did. training with uh, a very well known uh, couple that teaches wedding photographer. They're ranked probably top five nationally. What Jeez. they do, wow. right? Uh, they shoot one client a month. They're expensive. Yeah, but their philosophy of how they shoot is. Where friend first, photographer second. That kind of like stuck with me, you mm-hmm. know. And because of that, they're they're able to get close and personal with their clients. They're there through the whole wedding, and they take amazing, emotional pictures. And so I took that to the sports arena.
0: Was there a struggle to try to take that kind of emotion and that kind of proximity? Right off the bat, because weddings are—they're are, are, kind of expected to yeah, be. They're a very right? emotional, very personal thing. Sports is—it's it, very emotional, but sometimes not quite as personal. The athletes sometimes like to be in their own little. That bubble. Is a great was question, that, John. Thank you. Was, was was that a struggle right away to to sort of carry that same style over?
3: No, I don't think so. I think in, in terms of the wedding world, like. Uh, you know, I really educate my clients that I'm there, like I'm in your space for good reasons, right? My portfolio shows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think just on the sports side of it, it was just me getting comfortable with these seniors, right? Because mm-hmm. I shoot senior pitchers, a lot of these athletes are in different sports that I shoot, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a comfort level already there built built into it. Now I just have to work on the younger classmen to smile yep. a little bit, right? Get, <laughs> to, to relax because there's a camera in there.
0: Yeah. It's like I said before, it's you becoming part of the, the, the team or part of the scenery so they don't see Yeah, They don't, air quotes, see you as yeah. a camera.
2: They see you as just another person there who happens to have a camera. It just blends into the landscape of the entire process. The whole sports process is cool. and Just the parts that you take, the photography, senior photos, and you do. Uh, weddings. What was – I guess when you got this photo business started, what was the first thing you kind of built your business
1: through?
3: Yeah, I really built it through the wedding side of it. Sure. Because uh, it allowed me to be creative mm-hmm. uh, during that wedding. It gave me that adrenaline high that I'm so used to from the sports side of it because mm-hmm. you can't miss – like yeah. if you yeah. miss it, there's no redo. You can't like <laughs> stop it. Like hey, hey, hey uh, kiss, uh, kiss again, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We yeah. need to
0: redo the. <clears throat> I do. I, I blinked. Sorry, the, guys. The
3: forward thinking that you have to be two or three steps above your client, and then the ability to problem solve on on the on the fly mm-hmm. is is a critical skill to have because nothing is ever planned in the wedding in the wedding industry. There's always something going wrong, and it's my job to work around that to be super flexible with that. Yeah. So I just took that to the sports. Yeah, yeah that that
2: translation is it's it's there, uh, and without pivoting too much from this, but your day job, um, you said you're you know retired, semi-retired, whatever you want to call it, we'll let you do that. But I I, I love the whole education of cops, uh, our, our law enforcement type of thing, and quite honestly, I I didn't know what type of, of further education they had after they get um, into the force. It's really cool to see that there are resources out there like the company that you work for and yourself individually that help. Keep them educated. Um, I could spend the next two segments on this, but just starting off broad, you know, painting in broad strokes, what is it that you do um, with law enforcement on a day-to-day basis?
3: Yeah, so it was basically since 2016 I've been involved with a training company mm-hmm. uh, teaching law enforcement tactics uh, on a national level. Mm-hmm. Uh, in about 2018 I took over those accounts, and so I was the guy that was growing this side of the business for law enforcement. We now have about 15 guys that work nationally underneath this company that teach a variety of courses for law enforcement. And really, our job is to educate them on police tactics, right? Be able to get them to slow down, be able to get them to think about what they're doing, not to... uh, you know, think when there's the chemical inside the body, right? You're generalized, right? You're gonna probably make a bad decision. Our goal is to try to slow you down, right? Work with natural behaviors, work with science, right? There's so much there's so much research, there's so much science in the world right now from the performance side of being an athlete that it comes it's the same thing as being a cop as well. Yeah. We just have to we just have to recognize it uh and, and perform under those conditions, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's Similar situations, different environments. Because mm-hmm. it, it's that quick trick. Tw- Hold on. Da, quick twitch reactions yeah. that you need to slow down and you need to focus in on, just like in athletics, where, okay, I'm analyzing this. It's going super fast, but the quicker that I can make it slow down in my head, the better off we're all going to be, and that's the same thing in the police
3: force. Yeah, uh, 100%, right? Uh, and when you're talking about your survival, right? You have some very primitive instincts that yes. kick in, very yeah. primitive instincts, and nobody loves you like you love yourself, and your body's going to do certain things in order to survive a deadly force encounter. Sometimes our brains just don't switch over from that survival state to more of a midbrain thinking, more of a high-brain thinking, right? And yeah. so our our job as law enforcement educators is to get them out of that state and get them into a state that they can think about it a little bit.
2: And and honestly, I think that, um, that skill is not just because you're 18 and you're an adult. doesn't not mean you have that skill. Sometimes you don't have it till you're 25, 30. Some people do Still waiting, still waiting. Yeah. Case in point. Some people you've met a lot of, um, athletes, young youngsters, and I'm sure you'll understand this statement. They're 15 going on 30. They're just there kind of already. Um, but some people take a long time to really get to that point where they can process that emotion and then not take it out on whatever's in front of them. And, on, you know, in a law enforcement, there's somebody there. That's another human being. Their job is inherently dealing with other people. And it's obviously we talked about going on social media. But do you find that um, just some I'd love to hear your thoughts, I guess, just on how long it takes people to define that, I guess, emotional intelligence to be able to pump the brakes and then, all right, let's analyze this because that is not easy. Everybody has, like you said, those primal, immediate chemical dumps. That's no. it's science, like you were saying.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think the <coughs> most of the law enforcement community uh, community is missing that point. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very institutionalized, right? Like it's the way we've always done it. It's the way we're going to continue to do it. Do it. Nothing has ever happened, so why should we change? Right? Uh, so, so you have that, and then you have the people that are hyper focused. Like myself, yeah, that yeah. want to make that change, right? And and help people out, right? Uh, help them out so they stay out of jail. Help them out so they don't have an AI investigation, right? Help them out so they can return home, right? And help them out so they don't have to deal with the stigma or the social stigma of doing something wrong,
2: right? Because it's going to be posted everywhere. Everybody's
3: got a camera, and in a lot of
2: ways, you uh, you look at a police. Yeah, I'll get. I see the I see the finger there. <laughs> no, uh, you see that a lot of times with these. Cops and stuff. How do they? How could you be so dumb? Blah blah blah. Well, these officers go through so much bleep every single day. You don't know when you caught them. You, you say, why don't? How do you not understand that everybody has a camera? Well, you don't. You're not thinking about that when you're pulling someone over. And emotions get the best of everybody in every job. It's just unfortunate that uh, it gets posted online. And I love to see the videos on the opposite side of that. If I'm scrolling through Twitter, and now the algorithm is now spitting back to me the positive ones. I love it when they save the cat. Right. I love it when they're just helping out the little kid. Um, and I think we need to be able to encourage that kind of stuff or promote that stuff a lot more.
0: Yeah. I've got a business idea. Clearly slash two fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Business <laughs> idea slash proposition Ooh. that we'll get to All after right. the break here on the Miked Up Misfits. AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW The Fan Owatana.
5: Archived episodes of Miked Up Misfits on the Husky Your local sports hub. Car Time of Owatonna is your trusted, hometown used car dealership. At Car Time, we believe in taking the hassle out of your car buying experience. With over 22 years of serving our local community, we know what it takes to find you the right vehicle at the right price. Our commitment to quality doesn't end with the sale. Our full-service facility ensures that your car remains in top-notch condition, keeping you on the road with peace of mind. At Car Time, we care about your time. Visit com or call 507-446-9218.
0: Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood-Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507 444 That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member funeral and SIPC. If you love sports, then you'll love the Owatonna Eagle. The Owatonna Eagles offers competitive games like darts and pool while you're watching your favorite teams on their multiple big TVs. Stop by for lunch and drink specials during the week and check out the lineup of upcoming entertainment. After the game, it's time to grab your friends and head to the Eagles for the post-game party. It's all at your home for local sports, the Owatonna Eagles.
3: Committed to our team. Shot at the buzzer. Yes! Committed to the maroon and gold. Ran right over a man and threw it down. Committed to family. A history.
5: all oh, man. The Gophers lead by two.
3: That's what being a Gopher is all about. And a throw down the family for golden gopher basketball right here all season long on your home for minnesota basketball
0: the fan O'watana am
1: 1170 and fm 106.3 Over 200 units to choose from. We're at you, say? At Owatonna Motor Company, where we have incentives on new vehicles like we haven't seen in a long time. So stop on in. How about this? Ram 2500 and Ram 3500s. Rebates as high as $9,000. 10% off of MSRP. Ford's got great rebates. Stop in. Ask about Ford's new Flex Buy program with rebates as high as $2,500 at Owatonna Motor Company, where it's one low price, plain and simple, always. Mike? Dump Misfits. This is
0: the Mike's Up Misfits here on AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW, the fan Oatana. John Partridge, that's me. John Weisbro, that's you. That's me. Aaron Guzman, that's you.
2: Hello. Hello, hello. I can't uh, wait to hear this business idea, by the way. I'm- We're going to make billions of dollars. B- with a B. With a B. That is an awful bold statement. It is. So I am all about bold statements. I think you've got it opposite. You need to, um, what is it, under promise and over deliver? No, I over promise.
0: I over promise and under deliver all the time. All the time. Uh, so this is right on brand with you. So go ahead. Absolutely. So your training that you do with the police officers, I can see a spin off of this <laughs> working with athletes cuz the, there is that connection that that quick twitch yes. instant reaction you got to clear your head you got to clear the chemicals in your body and analyze and react to that not just using your emotions i'm seeing Dollar signs. Hmm?
3: I think the the difference is is that there's <laughs> way more training in sports than there is, is, is in law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, way more, and it should be the other way around. When it should. I when, agree. when you're talking about life, yeah, life, uh, it should be the other way around. But the the average training that officers receive per year is really is really bad, right? And uh, they should be training every day on a specific topic, whether that is you know s- statutory stuff or physical stuff. Uh, or tactics they should be doing something every day because when you only touch it once a year or once every quarter there's no way that your body can remember that right yeah that's like saying you want to be an olympian and you want to run the 100 meter dash but you don't train other than once a year and then you doesn't show make up sense. It doesn't, could, that doesn't I make could, any sense
2: well and a lot of times our continued education here at the station whether it's for sales we go to these and and they will openly admit you're going to remember 10 percent of what i give you today because we go once or twice a quarter I think you maybe were at one of the ones that yeah. talked about that where they were open they were honest about it but that is very true uh but just the fact there's any education to me is is encouraging but for you Aaron on a day-to-day basis when you go to these and you're sitting in front of them so my idea got shot down let's, let's he, he just, gave you a good old yeah but yeah yeah yeah, yeah but
0: that was like
2: that was a solid nice try yeah yeah that was a nice it's fair nice guy it's saying fair. Yeah. nice try he was nice about it, it was. unlike you, just no. would have been like, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. You need both types of people in your life, in your camp. Do you? <clears throat> At least I'm in your camp. Yeah. Are Um you? <laughs> Okay, well, that's a debate for another time. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, when you do uh, go to these conventions, or however it is that you... Um, how you do know, you present this? Yeah, let's go with that. How how do you present? I mean, is it just is it at conventions and stuff, or how does that work? Yeah,
3: it works in a couple ways. One, we we do a lot of uh, national conferences uh, sure. across the country, so we present the the foundation, right, the research as to what what we're doing, right. And so once once we get over the research, the science, uh, you know, questions and concerns, and uh, then local governments will contact me and host a class, right? Whether that would be a private contract or it's just an interagency kind of thing or an open enrollment where you're leaning on other agencies to fill some of those slots.
2: Hmm. Um. Yeah, that is, is to me, is just beyond interesting. You talked about the science part of it. Um. How important, it, that that seems like it's a big part of your company's uh, strategy, brand, whatever it is, where, yeah, we're going to back this with science. You can't argue with, what we say, science, math, and what was the other one? Uh, reality. Reality, yeah. There yeah. you go. Um, but yeah, just talk about how that has really molded into your whole education platform.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, at least on the law enforcement side, like we we measure things in four ways, right? We measure things in reality, like what's really happening in reality, like how are you performing under certain conditions, under those under those circumstances, and then how can we extract that data from that reality? Okay, uh, then we start to look at behavior, right? Human behavior in those conditions, and how are you performing? under those conditions, whether you're in a low brain state with a high, you know, being hyper adrenalized or versus being in a scholar brain, kind of like we're in now, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) I was just
0: going to say I am constantly in a low brain state. (laughs) That is, that is my norm.
3: Moving on. Anyways. Yeah. And then, and then we look at, then we look at the, the tactics side of it. Like, can we pair tactics with what's happening in reality or what, what's happening in reality with these, with these tactics? Because uh, we never want to take tactics and then put them on game day without testing those mm-hmm. out right. And then obviously the training side of it, like who's our audience, how much time do we have, uh is is a big concern as, as well. So we look at those four tests as kind of like the litmus test of what we're doing. And uh, on the reality side, it's everything that's happening through cameras, through stories, through research, behavior is – probably the most documented thing in terms of medical, you know, performance, uh, what the body's doing, what the brain's doing. There's so much research. There's so much medical science on that stuff that it's really hard to not agree with it, you know, and then how you're performing, you
2: know? Yeah. How do you judge that performance from a cop? I mean, uh, because your company is going to want to know that there's a return on this investment that they're putting out, uh, out there. Um, Is it just, Hey, yeah, our, are for our police force is on social media less because they're not getting in as much trouble, but how do you kind of measure that
3: I it's think, hard <laughs> I think if I had that data i would be making way more money yeah, than I'm doing there you go. Right? They, so they figured that out on the pro side right sure the pros will pay somebody hundreds of thousands a millions of dollars for a free throw shot on the final the final game right like yeah, this is right. it right, yeah. That doesn't happen, and that doesn't happen in law enforcement. It's really hard to. It's really hard to measure yeah, it, right? It's almost impossible. So we, so we have to measure it through officer stories, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we have to measure it in terms of uh, no force was applied, mm-hmm. no legal consequences at all, at all. Uh, the bad guy went home. The officer went home. That's how you have to measure it. Yeah. You have to measure yeah. it through through stories.
2: That's a really hard. Question. I'm sure that's... yeah. There's no mo- There's no monetary no. value. There's no, no monetary value for that. No, we get that a lot in <laughs> radio. Well, why should I go with you? What kind of measurement do you have on your? It's like, oh, yeah. There's no. There's no. Okay. There's, no K- there's no KPIs. <laughs> no. Not, exactly. No. no. <laughs> but it's it's um it's providing uh yeah. I mean, how do you measure education? That's the whole point. Yeah. And it's just changing a culture is really such a huge. How do you how do you measure changing a culture? We could really go the whole nine yards on this thing. But yeah, I I think that. Again, I, I didn't know. I knew that you were in the law enforcement background, uh, but this whole part is, is just super intriguing to me. Um. John, bail me out. You got anything uh, else to... Are you still in low brain mode? I'm, I'm still Still, a, still in a little bit of a low, low brain mode. Low brain, no. the Well, I guess we could do the ADD and just pivot to... Uh, you had a cool opportunity to shoot some professional volleyball a couple oh. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we might, yeah, we talked about this a little bit off the air. Uh, so we'll bring it on the air. There uh, we go. Uh, oh, where is it? Yeah. Standing. You yeah. work. It is the... Oh, hold
0: Omaha on. supernovas! Oh my God! Yeah, the yes. Omaha. That's a great name. The, by the Pro way. Volleyball Super. Federation just yeah. started up this year in the United States. I'm surprised the United States hasn't had a professional volleyball no group in the United. It's, Men's or women's? Yeah, it's insane that it it it
3: is. It's all overseas,
0: Europe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. It's 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 taken us by storm. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's taken us by super supernova. No, that's not that quite it was, again I, low brain mode. It wasn't. I tried, uh, you're, John. You can't live life. Do or do not. There is no try. Uh, Stop someone it. really famous said Stop that. His it. name's Yoda. Um, however, Aaron, somebody has to take control of this show. How did you uh, come up with this opportunity to go shoot uh, for a professional volleyball team? I mean, that's very very cool.
3: Yeah, really. In the sports, in the sports world, it's about who you know, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely like that. Uh, I, I'm blessed that uh, the parent company that owns the training companies basically started the volleyball league, and yeah. it, it's grown to eight eight to ten teams right now, mm-hmm. and they own the Omaha Supernovas, and <clears throat> because I have access to. That side of the house, it was easy for me to go to the media director and said, Give me access to the team. <laughs> yep. And he's like, Yeah, sure, no problem. Um so yeah, I've I've shot a couple games for them at at that level uh in Omaha. Uh and it's a fantastic experience. Now, are uh, there
0: different strategies to shoot different sporting events?
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. For I'm sure. Talking to the guests. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, for I'm sure. Uh, v- volleyball
3: yeah, volleyball is one of those that you Hard. need to be. Volleyball is by far the hardest sport to photograph. At least through my eyes, it is because you can't follow the ball. You yeah. always will be behind the ball. You have to be on the player, and you have to know who's going to receive that ball. And so, I try to focus on a player that's going to receive that ball and shoot prior to that player. Receiving that ball, so you can get all those frames. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just chasing the ball all night. You can't. It's a
2: difficult sport to photograph, uh, as you said, and then um, a difficult sport to broadcast. Same with hockey is another one. Um, and, you had a
0: you had a very unique experience with the boys' hockey team, uh, with their with their game in Northfield as, oh, as you yeah. started to the to branch side. out. For, yeah, from from just photographs to the to the actual video side as well.
3: Yeah, so I definitely knew that the Northfield game was going to be a big, a big game. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that those group of seniors, it's been a while since they've beaten beaten that group of seniors. Uh, so I decided to go in and shoot some video, just kind of dabbling in it, and uh, got access to the locker room with the coach and kind of got the pregame speech a little bit. Uh, he talked about opportunity, and it was a, it was a great speech. Uh, so I just kind of filmed through that stuff and – you know i was uh in and out of the bench filming here there on you know on the side of the glass up in the up in the bleachers just trying to capture the moment of that game through video and uh i wish i knew a little bit more cuz that was a very important game yeah for sure
2: they won 3 to 2 baby they won Drafty, yeah owen yeah. byer had
3: a really cool moment after yeah. that game we Not, were talking about it a little bit uh, yeah. honestly that was uh, probably the best high school yeah hockey game i've seen in 3 years yeah. here next to the girls winning uh, I think in sections up yeah. in Farmington or Northfield, 2021 sounds I, right. I believe. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. That was cool. And, and Owen Byer is one of those kids that we've, you know, 18 going on 30. I mean, his brother was the same way. Very well spoken. He gets it. I don't know what it is, but he gets it. I mean, he is going to be absolutely fine with whatever he does for the rest of his life. Um, now I'm kind of geeking out on the whole sports photography uh, side of things. Let's. And, Let's take a final Ah, break. Let's do that.
0: And then we'll come back. We'll geek out a little bit more. We'll get a little bit weird too. (laughs) It's all coming up on
2: the mic. Has it been been (laughs) weird for the last 43 minutes? Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, we're going to continue with it. It's coming up here (laughs) on the mic. Up Misfits. AM 1170, FM 106.3, KFOW, the fan, Oatana.
4: Weather on the fan. I'm meteorologist Brittany Merlot. Warm and into the mid-40s for this Valentine's Day. But old man winter returns his love tonight as rain rolls in after five, turning to a wintry mix tonight and flipping to all snow overnight, where we could be waking up to one to three inches on the ground. Looking for a great place to live, stay, shop, and play? It's easy to get to Worthington, Minnesota, and it's worth a look. Currently, it's 42. It's 42.
5: When looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthy, accurate, and up-to-date on current tax laws. Hi, this is Dan Minor from Dorhofer, Minor, Andrist, and Arndt. Yep, we have a new name with the same great service. When you need a certified public accountant, think Dorhofer, Minor, Andrist, and Arndt. Located in Blooming Prairie, New Richland, and Oatana.
0: Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood-Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507 444 That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member for NASA IPC. Car Time of Owatonna is your
5: trusted, hometown used car dealership. At Car Time, we believe in taking the hassle out of your car buying experience. With over 22 years of serving our local community, we know what it takes to find you the right vehicle at the right price. Our commitment to quality doesn't end with the sale. Our full-service facility ensures that your car remains in top-notch condition, keeping you on the road with peace of mind. At Car Time, we care about your time. Visit cartimeofowatonna.com or call 507-446-9218.
2: Whether it's estate planning, real estate, or family law, having a trustworthy legal partner is essential, and the Yakovino Law Office is here for you. Jason Yakovino believes in providing personalized attention to every case. You're not just a number, you're a valued client deserving of the best legal representation possible. Jason Yakovino Law Office. He is your attorney, your neighbor, your friend, your advocate. Visit Yakovino Law Office in downtown Blooming Prairie or call 507-583-6663.
1: Hey, stop on out to Otana Motor Company, and we have got a great selection of used vehicles right now. How about this? A 2021 Chevy Malibu starting at $15,999. I got eight of those to choose from. Or a 2021 Jeep Compass Limited. I got nine of those to choose from. They're all certified starting at $18,999. So, stop on in to Owatonna Motor Company where it's one low price, plain and simple always. You're tuned in
5: to Mike Dump Misfits on 106.3 FM at 1170 AM, The Fan Owatonna. This is The Mike
0: of Misfits here on AM 1170 FM 106.3 KFOW, The Fan Owatonna. We've got Aaron Guzman with us, 10 photographers. Yep. I add bad. What'd you do? I have no idea what we were
2: talking about Chatting before this break. Yeah, we were going to talk about geeking out some of the favorite sports to shoot. Okay, um, there we go. That's what my question was going to be. And, and you know, we all have our favorite gyms, right? The old OHS gym was awful. We can just say it now. The Wow. No, the, the lighting. The, the lighting, lighting was horrible. The lighting was horrible. Uh, it, we love, you know, people playing there. That's a whole different thing. It doesn't um, sound like that's what you're saying. <laughs> well, you can. It's all about perception. And we don't. And reality. I perceive you as a negative Nelly. So, Aaron, um, <laughs> your favorite sport to <laughs> shoot, do you have one? Or is there certain ones that you're like, these I find the most emotion out of? Because football is tough with the helmets, I think.
3: Yeah, uh, I, th- I think for me, my favorite sport to, to shoot uh, is, is volleyball because that's where I started from. Sure. My, my daughter playing you know, through middle school, through high school. And then during the COVID years, I was able to travel with the team and then photograph that. So volleyball for sure is my, mm-hmm. is my favorite sport. And then obviously with anything with contact, right? Yeah,
1: football. Uh,
3: <laughs> and it's about three years ago, I started shooting hockey, and I never really paid attention to hockey uh, up until three years ago. And i just absolutely in love with the physicality of hockey. It is, like uh, when I see a skate on top of the glass. Like, that's awesome. It is
0: a beautiful game. It is. And it It is is. something else. I think I said to you, John, that Mm -hmm. it it is probably the sport that has the biggest spread between watching on TV to watching in person, and being able to bring out that in-person aspect with photography has got to be a difficult thing to do with hockey.
3: Yeah, and hockey is definitely hard to shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. As well because of the access uh, Shooting through the glass In my mind is not fun <laughs> no, no. Uh, it, uh, it reduces the quality of, like, uh, of There's a lot handi- of challenges yeah, in a, yeah it reduces the quality Of imaging uh, for me uh, The glass is never clean It, you know, it bugs me <laughs> You know they haven't
0: given you one of those like uh, at the NHL level. They've got little sliders in one there of their arms. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I heard, I, I
3: did <laughs> heard to the grapevine that they are going to put new glass in. Ooh, uh, there we go. And so uh, I may have to go down and voice my concern about putting some media <laughs> pockets Just a, in. A little slider. Yeah. It doesn't all take we a need lot. is All we need is four media pockets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there we go. I like it. And I would. I we would know some I, people. I would a hundred percent donate as a sponsorship for <laughs> one of those pockets. We'll take one as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've always um,
2: – shooting, that was difficult for me. And I remember asking my first boss 15 years ago, well, how am I going to shoot this? Well, through the glass. It's like, oh, I guess that is kind of how you shoot it. Otherwise, you can do the long lens from up top, but that's a whole different deal. Um, yeah, is that the sport I'm
3: guessing that you had to learn the most Yeah, about- hockey is yeah. probably the hardest sport that I had to learn uh, yeah. because it's one-sided. You Because know, you could be on – you know, one side of it, and the play is all the way over there. So you got to yeah. wait patiently for that, right? Yeah, hockey's a very fast-moving sport, right? You got left-hand, you got right-hand hitters. Sometimes uh, hard to predict where <clears throat> the puck's gonna be. Yeah, it's very hard. It, it's clutter uh, in terms of the amount of people and the objects that are around it. Uh, it's hard to focus uh, because it's it's super tight, uh, and you know, to get the skate, the stick, the puck, and the facial expression in one frame is hard to do.
0: Yeah. Right? So how do you how are you able to trans transmit the, the speed of the game through photography?
3: I think it's uh, I think it's well one it's the camera technology is amazing. Uh, yeah. I shoot Canon, I have the best Canon stuff. Uh, it shoots live in my viewfinder, so I'm literally able to see what's going on in that viewfinder, and I can move the uh, automatic focus instantaneously and refocus, and it, the camera just locks. So that makes it easy. That helps. It makes it super easy. Uh, and I noticed that my composition started to increase once I went mirrorless. Like mm-hmm. it, my, my shot, I was not missing shots when I went mirrorless at all. And then I think another thing is understanding where you need to be. during Positioning. Positioning during critical aspects of that game.
2: And you learn. And and it's a lot of times it is about not being bashful. Just be there. And I'm sure that's something you went through. Um, wanting to have your pictures seen but have you not be seen that yeah for sure And, and I think
3: on sports like uh you know I'll ask around like is this an offense or defense game right yeah there you go because sometimes like you know a team will go in and they'll dominate on the offense so you want you want to stay on the offensive side in order to capture that yeah and sometimes there's a better team coming in and they're going to struggle so I got to go to the defense side have you done wrestling before yeah, I've done I've done yeah. wrestling a couple. What do you think about that? It's, it's a cou- very uh, easy to shoot. A couple. Yeah, it's very easy Rewarding. to shoot. You can, you can yeah. get fairly close to it. Yeah. You know, a lot of emotion. Uh, lot lot of a lot of emotion. Uh, it's a little slow for me at, mm-hmm. at at times when you know they're working from a mount or a guard position. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit slow. Uh, obviously, I love anybody getting flipped in the air. That's yeah, big, that's yeah, great. That's far after anything the under the lights right. is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's a little bit of contrast shadow. Uh, into it, I, I haven't shot any of it this year, though. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, one that I was going to ask you about: How about swimming? Because swimming, I, I would think, it lends itself to motion in in camera, just with the the natural action of swimming being. Flinging water in the air all over the place. Yeah,
3: so swimming presents a lot of problems. One uh-huh. one you gotta get there an hour early and let your gear get saturated to the humidity. <laughs> yeah. If, if you have pool, good gear. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then access could be a little bit difficult on, on the pool side. Um some pools I went to are really tight and you just can't get there and you don't wanna get in the way with it. Um Swimming is tough because of all the water going and sometimes that focus will catch on an eye uh, a water drop and not the head so i had a lot of missed i had a lot of misfirings from uh, swimming when I did it a couple times, I just I just haven't been back. I would love to do diving, mm-hmm. uh, just to get that aspect of the aerial aspect of that as, as well. But I just haven't put much time into it.
2: I had a GoPro once and did um, when they tapped up against the wall. I just
3: the, the <laughs> touch out. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that was would be great. Yeah, really or cool. underwater would be
2: awesome. Underwater GoPro. Yeah, was, oh. and, uh, the kids loved it. Oh, they they knew I was there, and I told the coach and everything, and I got some. I'm just saying, completely honest. Some some of my favorite shots, and that's.
3: Um, yeah, it's yeah, and the lighting in pools is horrible. It is so, awful. At the high school level. Yeah, and is. good yes. luck
2: with the whole diving thing. That the lighting is not great. Yeah, you're, you're talking to a yeah. former swimmer here, yeah, so yeah. that was... Yeah, there, there he was, knows. There was a he, little, you little know. personal
0: bent to that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, but and Those I, portraits, though. Yeah, I, mean, I do yeah. love the, the... This must be a, a senior portrait that you did of one of the swimmers. Yeah. Doing the butterfly, yeah, that yeah. is that is a beautiful. Well, all of them too. I mean, beautiful. beautiful yeah, that's, uh, and,
3: that's Anna Youngquist. Yep, uh, obviously, that's okay. a little yep. bit of a stage shot, right? Yep, but, for sure. but we wanted to do uh, the butterfly. That's definitely the most dynamics uh, style. Absolutely, and so that's about a five lights on her. She's probably in the first lane, and I'm shooting from basically one side as, yep, as, she as she she's come coming up, And we would, just, t- we would just time it. Like, mm-hmm. So I would have to understand how she swam. And like on the third on the third stroke, she would come up, and then that's the shot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so talk about that part of the business because that is a whole, whole different deal. You get to control the variables, right? Yeah. I, these action <coughs> shots. That's yeah, softball the, this, one. The, the, really the, bad scene, bad
3: the senior stuff is I get to really control those variables, right? Yeah. So I, I think that's my niche in the market with – uh, with the seniors, right? They, they come to me because they want that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it allows me to be super creative with lighting and colors and where we go. And there's a lot of there's a lot of time that goes in the behind the scenes to get those pictures. Like, yeah. that just doesn't show up and go. No. Uh, it takes me hours to think about what we're going to go do, how we're going to execute it, and the time involved. Uh, sometimes my senior sessions are two to three sessions because of the time commitment of being in a rink or being in a pool or mm-hmm. you know or waiting for you know the skies to drop at nighttime right having but, that perfect overcast day type of thing yeah yeah i really want to be able to photograph the seniors in their element right mm-hmm. and i start with their elements first before i get into more traditional photos because they get relaxed right they're, yeah. they're an athlete they're an athlete they're comfortable in uh, those environments and i can i can pull that out and then Every athlete takes direction. Amazing, right? Yeah. Hey, move your hand. Coachable. this Yeah, move your hand this way. Don't do this. Don't do that. They just get it right. Yeah. All
0: right, that's fun. We've been serious too long. Fifty-five minutes, pretty good. That's, that's a, a record. That, that, that's that's a record. that might yeah. be a record. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're going to lots of uh, lots of arenas, lots of different mm. places. Do you have a go-to game ta- game day snack? <laughs> You thought he was going to talk about lighting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you,
3: yeah usually it's like a Celsius prior to the game, right? Yeah, just get jacked <laughs> up on yeah. that caffeine. Let's go. Celsius. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are I you a popcorn
0: like, guy at the, at the game?
3: I did get some popcorn last week at, at the hockey tournament. Yeah. Uh, but you usually I'll go get like a... A Pepsi or a Coke or something okay. yeah. like that. I don't usually do that, but like the last two or three months I just caught myself going yeah. to the congestion yeah. station. Yeah. yeah. You
2: have to it's there. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. that you're yeah. supporting got the, the, the yeah. school. And, I, and I love
3: I I love a good ballpark hot dog. Too, oh, let's right? go.
2: All right. There's something about the ambiance.
0: You gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there one sport you haven't shot mm. that
2: you really want to? Good question. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Water polo, <laughs> yeah, water, no, honestly, water polo water would be would be, awesome.
3: would be super cool. Yeah, with too, the ball and the short, yeah. the shot. Um, I like to get into something like like NASCAR Formula oh, 1. yeah, something super fast. That'd be unique. You know, the, yeah. Maybe a little bit of motocross. Something, something. I know a guy who
2: works with uh, Deer Creek Speedway just yeah. down the way. There you go. It's all, we talk about networking. There you go. Well, we'll, we'll get you in there. there we we are. got your back. See, you um, came into our network now. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I'd love to hear your thoughts quickly with two minutes left. Just shooting outside and baseball, softball, that kind of stuff. It's a whole different different ballgame, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, a lot of people think you want it super bright. No, you don't want a super bright day, per se. You want to have a nice overcast.
3: Yeah, CD. for sure. Yeah.
0: So kind of like
2: this right now.
0: Yeah, that, it's, yeah per, it's, it's perfect. Sky. It's, diff- it's diffused,
3: but uh, sometimes I like harsh, harsh light, right? Because harsh mm-hmm. light produces shadows on the back end of it. Yep. And if you if you know where to catch those shadows and harsh lights, like you can get some amazing pictures. Absolutely. Now, yeah.
2: uh, if anyone wants to
3: get a hold
2: of you, whether it's senior photos or any other uh, you know services you provide through your lens, um, how can they get a hold of you?
3: Yeah, I'm on Instagram as uh, Aaron Guzman Photography, and then my own website, Aaron, Aaron Guzman
0: I would recommend going and checking it out because I, I, yeah. just looking at these pictures, the, the senior portraits, sports pictures are fantastic. Of course, weddings and uh, the traditional senior yeah. portraits as well. Fantastic work that you do. Uh, we Check are, them out on Facebook, yeah, too. It is it absolutely is
2: phenomenal, top notch. I want people to know yeah, we got 90 seconds here. In this community, we're blessed to have someone like Aaron who is, is um, passionate about it as he is and then just you mirror that or marry that with the skill it's very unique I think that can sometimes be taken for granted Uh, in this town we are so lucky in this community to have certain people to um, do things like this and it is it is as good as it gets and a lot of these athletes learn that when they leave I believe,
0: Um, as you say, it's a labor of love.
2: Labor of love,
3: always give back to the community.
0: Absolutely. Aaron Guzman, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us today. Uh, You want to come back?
3: Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's do
0: go. it. He did it.
2: Yes. Uh, so he's not going to say no on the air, but right.
0: Well, that's that's why I do it <laughs> yeah. on the air. Fair. So Fair. they don't have a choice. Good then. strategy. Uh, John. This has been the Miked Up Misfits here on KFOW with Aaron Guzman. Yeah. For John Weissbroad. I'm John Partridge. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Uh, we got nothing. We'll no, see.
2: But we've got online at the HuskyBulletin.com a brand new breakdown of. Um, National Signing Day. I was hey! there last week. All of it is up there. And again, big thanks to Aaron Guzman for all the photography and photos we're able to use from him. This has been the Mike Dub Misfits, AM 1170 FM 106.3. He-